0: What is up people, Jean-Carlos here with the Total Body Training Podcast where I help people get lean, gain muscle and build some damn confidence and today I'm with my friend Nia Wesley. Say hey Nia.
1: Hey guys.
0: And uh, Nia, you may have seen her, she's on Ken's 5 News here in San Antonio, Texas. She's a friend and a client of mine, we talk about a whole world of topics and today we're going to be talking about one in particular which is about stress, anxiety and when people use food as a coping mechanism yeah. to deal with that stress was just something that actually Mia has experienced with and I have experienced. That's something that I struggled with when I was younger. Wow. And uh, yeah, we didn't even really talk about that. Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, what, what, what kind of brought this topic about was the fact that Mia and I were going to do, I think it was around January, we were thinking mm-hmm. about doing a show. Yeah where we talked about, where we showed her kind of like getting in shape and losing weight.
1: Losing weight fast. Mm -hmm,
0: mm yeah. And I felt that given her history with, you know, how she, you know, treats food and Mm -hmm. her life and things like that. Food addiction. mm -hmm, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That this would be a better thing for us to do. Something that's more real and more genuine instead of doing something that's kind of glamorous and maybe contributes to uh, people's poor perceptions of dieting and weight loss. So uh, thank you for being on the show today.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me. I mean, I'm just, I'm excited to share the story and be vulnerable because I feel like a lot of people can connect and you know, it's still for me, it's a constant everyday battle, but I feel like I've had such a breakthrough. And uh, again, it's an uphill battle, but you know, I think my story can help others and how I've overcome and got stronger. And I want to encourage you guys out there
0: Awesome. Thank you, Nia. So, Nia, I guess kind of tell us a little bit about when this all started. From what I understand, it started around uh, when you were transitioning from high school to college, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, um, really toward the end of college is is maybe when I notice I may, well, I think I knew that I like to eat, and I was like kind of like a nervous eater, but I just thought it was like, you know, you know, not a big deal. But once I started gaining weight toward the end of college, you know, your schedule started slowing down, and stuff starts sticking. And then I just remember, I remember times where I would just cry myself to sleep at night. Like, you know, why can't I lose weight? And you know, I'd be working out, doing all these fad diets and I'd you know, i lose 10, 15 pounds and then gain it all back and some, you know, uh, just thinking of like, weight loss was all with dieting, you know, which it is with your food, but you know, I was totally missing the mental behind it. Um, and as far as I can remember, just a little kid, I was always just want to eat, especially if something was bothering me or if I was nervous about something at school or with friends, I I want to go get a bag of chips out the pantry or something and when I was really really anxious or anything, I would just eat all of the snacks we would have or anything I could get my hands on. And I remember my dad, you know, one one time he told me he was like He'd kind of poke at me and he'd be like, you know, you're like a human garbage disposal. You're eating everything. And then I'm like, you know, and when he said that in the back of my head, I was like, oh, you know, the way I'm eating is grabbing people's attention. Like maybe it's not normal. Maybe it's not just innocent. Mm -hmm. So like at a very young age, I knew I had like a thing with eating. And then I kind of always had like a perception with weight with me. Like, I guess I was like a little chubbier kid, but I mean, I wasn't like big, but, you know, I had a little tummy like most kids, but I, I have my mom's family is a lot of women and constantly growing up, it'd be like, oh, you know, kind of poking out my weight. I remember I'd be like in third grade one of my aunts or my mom told me when I came home from visiting my aunt, she was like, you know, uh, your aunt said that you put on some weight. I was like seven, eight years old. So at a very young age, I was very conscious of like appearance and like, mm. you know, and then I had, I was a nervous eater when I was little. I didn't even know I had anxiety until I was a senior in college. Like I just kind of thought, oh, I was just, I worry a lot. I worry a lot, I didn't, you know, but I was definitely living with a generalized anxiety Mm -hmm. disorder. Um, But you know, as I got older and I was able to identify stuff and you know, now I'm at the place where I'm in therapy and just have grown and I'm really retraining my brain to really fight these battles and like when I do face anxiety or stress, like, you know, find other positive ways to deal with it that don't involve consuming a bunch of calories, you know. Um, So, you know, I'm at the beginning of my battle but I'm going in the right direction.
0: Would you say that when you were younger you were eating because you were stressed out and you had anxiety or is it just that you were eating and you were having a good time? I and think just enjoying when, food. when
1: I was little, I enjoy food, I think I naturally enjoy food, yeah, me too. but uh, I know I'm a nervous eater because I remember when I was little, ever since I was little, I would shake my leg or, um, you know, I suck my thumb. That's a sign in kids of, of uh, self-soothing and mm. most kids that suck their thumb do have some sort of anxiety or nervous thing. Uh, and I, su- I sucked my thumb all the way until third grade. Wow! So that sh- I was really trying to soothe something that had me unrest. So, you know, I was sucking my thumb when kids had already got over it. And my parents they'd say, you know, we'll, uh, you know, we'll pay you to stop. They try to uh, uh, bribe me, you know, mm-hmm. with gifts and stuff. Stop sucking thumb. But it was a nervous thing, you know. Um, and so I know I had a nervous, a nervous thing, and I would go to my dad a lot, you know, cause he just was so comforting to me my whole life. He's my best friend, he's my my whole world. I couldn't love him more than a million bucks, but he would always just tell me, take it one day at a time, take it one day at a time, no matter what was bothering me. And now when I look back, and I'm like, all those times I was running to my dad, worrying about this, this, and that, I was like, I was having anxiety as a child. I didn't even know what it was, so.
0: Cause you didn't and have a name for it. You didn't have
1: yeah. a name for it, yeah. but my mom has like, pretty heavy anxiety depression she battles with that she sustains it she takes care of it and everything but you know it's definitely i think it, it can be passed down so
0: and what were did, what did your mom can, can i ask a little mm-hmm. bit about that mm-hmm. does your mom do anything like eating overeating or anything like that yeah
1: i, th- my, I think i saw my mom growing up she kind of was like a nervous eater too she yeah. likes to snack she likes to eat a lot too my like mom too. she got you know, uh, at one point she had a really scary health scare when I was in high school, and she like totally revamped how she ate, and like she lost like sixty pounds. Wow. Every, yeah. So, but it was like her life flashed in front of her eyes. So, you know, sometimes we get wake up calls. But um, yeah, Can I ask was, what what it was. Mm-hmm. She she suffered from congestive heart failure in her forties. Wow.
0: Yeah. So what exa- for? She was in her everyone, early forties. What does that mean? When
1: you're um, congestive congestive heart, heart, failure. heart failure. It's I don't know the mechanics of it.
0: Yeah, just explain it. In but
1: um. It's kind of, it's almost, it's something with the valves, and something gets congested.
0: Mm, okay, sounds uh, like a blockage. Yeah,
1: like. yeah, but I she was see. not even 45 when that happened. That's very Yeah.
0: Amazing. Yeah, and, and, you know, and here... I think what is tricky mm-hmm. and it's something maybe I'm getting a little bit off topic. Yeah. What is tricky about living in you've grown up in you grew up in Houston, mm-hmm. right? Uh, right? here in Texas, San Antonio and Houston, I mean right. we have really high rates of obesity. Yeah. And what's tricky about that is that you know, some people do stress eat and they have anxiety, mm-hmm. um, they have all these you know, health and food related problems with mm-hmm. how they eat. What is also true is that we have a really high population of people getting diabetes and we have a really high population of people suffering from heart disease and getting illnesses that, you know, preventable illnesses like heart attack, stroke, things like that, diabetes Mm -hmm. at very young ages. Mm -hmm. So I can imagine that, you know, it has to be difficult to tackle the idea of you having an unhealthy relationship with food Mm -hmm. and with dieting and with, you know, maybe eating too much uh, to soothe your anxiety Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. while also being overwhelmed. Weight. Yeah. You know, both of those things are true. Yeah. You know, so like, how do you, you know, even begin to address those issues? Yeah. And that's kind of why we're sitting down and talking today.
1: Yeah. And the thing with that, I and mean, you're like, you talk about the juggling aspect of it, it could become like a ferocious cycle. Yes. And it's like, you're trying to like, you know, make yourself stop doing something that you don't know why you're doing it, at least in the beginning. And then you're like feeling crappy because you're fat or you know, you're not the weight you'd like to be. And then it's like, then you go eat because you feel crap about yourself. So then it's like a a big circle until you finally have a breakthrough. But you know, within the past, probably like the past two years that I had this breakthrough, I'm 24. um, And this has been something I've dealt with my entire life. You know, I really realized that, you know, the overeating and the nervous eating that, that's a symptom of the real problem, of the root problem underneath it, what I was going through in my mental state, mm-hmm. which is like the source of the anxiety. You know, you hear people say anxiety is all in your head, and that's a tricky statement because then you, you don't want to devalue people who have anxiety, you know, because they're, they're, uh, the way their body responds to anxiety is very real. But you know, the, the root of it, you know, technically it is in your head, but your body is having a physical response to what's in your head. That is extremely uncomfortable and you'll do anything to stop that. Um, but you know, I realized, you know, through therapy and meditating a lot and really just recalibrating myself, recentering myself, I was able to, to have clarity and see what's bothering me. Why is that bothering me? Is that something I can fix right now or in the near future? If I can't check off any of those boxes, then I have to release it. And I I come up with an equation of how I can address those when it's like little bugs, negative thoughts, when they come my way, like that can trigger anxiety. I have an equation. It's like mentally, I go up to a battle line in a war and I'm in the front line and I have to fight down that thought. And sometimes I win, sometimes I lose. Lately, I've been winning a lot, but I've been having to retrain my thought process. And it's like you know, we're in here every day working out. Yes. It's like building a muscle in your head. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm training my brain to um, react differently when I face stress.
0: So do you picture yeah. it that way, or is that more of an analogy that you're using? Um, do you picture like you're at when war I, with that? Or? When
1: I it's, it's both because it's like when it happens it's all like in my head I'm like okay Nia you're gonna have to ride it out It's like it's either gonna be you or you're gonna let the thought win you're either gonna overcome this or as funny as it sounds you're gonna go eat a whole bag of chips and then feel like crap tonight and then feel sick in the morning and continue to cycle so you know you can you know when I face anxiety like now I will go drink a big glass of water or I do a lot of different things to manage anxiety right now but I'm in a good place
0: so mm-hmm. can you give us some examples of things mm-hmm. you do? You said you drink water, you said so, sort of you
1: Yeah, I'll do a lot of things. So I'll pour a big glass of water. You'd be surprised how much water, you know they say drink your water, drink your water. You'd be surprised how much drinking more water and getting enough sleep will have your life just fall in order. Physically, you'll feel better mentally, everything. I'll pour a big glass of water. Um, or I may call like one of my girlfriends. You know, you have as a girl. You know, we have girlfriends. We can go on the phone. We could be on the phone for hours with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know my best friend, my soul sister, Asia. I'll call her, and then we'll just get to talking. And then I'll totally forget what ended up bothering me in the first place. Calling a friend, pouring a big glass of water, um, going for a walk. That that it it just does wonders. You know, I think we forget as humans you know we're so conditioned to be inside but our bodies were not created for that and it's something magical happens when you get outdoors and your body just has an experience with vitamin d like you know when i especially when i get really upset or i've faced some sort of like trauma or something big happened in the family or something like i would just like walk outside and just go walk on sidewalk. Just walk and just breathing in nature and feeling the world around me. It just, it does something to me mentally. It's like chemicals are released. So, uh, you know, do that, get outside, get busy, make sure I come to the gym. The, yeah. I think the physical, sorry, am I cutting mm-hmm. off? No. Uh,
0: the, 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 the act of getting, of moving yes. sometimes takes you out of the, the nervous state or the angry state that you can get in when something happens. Yeah. Uh, I noticed this about myself, but I also read about it in a book called how to Stop Worrying and Start Living mm. by Dale Carnegie, really good book. And uh, in that book he recommended that you do some kind of vigorous movement mm-hmm. whenever you're stressed out. Yeah. You know, one of my tips is that you pay attention to what's going on in your body. Mm-hmm. So like if you're stressed out, you're angry, like usually you'll clench. Yeah. Some people clench their teeth. Mm-hmm. Um. Some people like, like for me, like my hands, mm-hmm. like I, Cause I'm very, I, you can see right now. I mm-hmm. use my hands a lot when I talk, and so I notice my hands will curl up mm-hmm. if I'm frustrated about something or yeah. like unsure of something. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll hunch over, uh, things like that. So what I do is I walk away from the situation, and I'm like, okay, what's De-compress. going on? Like stretch a little mm-hmm. bit, or um, I just move so so that I can like, you know, get back in. Uh, the physical manifestation of your stress is something that you can fix by changing. The physical manifestation. So, yeah. so like, if that makes sense, if you feel that your body's tensing up, mm-hmm. you know, move around yeah. a little bit, and you'll loosen stretch, up, right? Yeah. yeah, stretch a little mm. bit, go for a walk. Like those are all really good <laughs> yeah. tips. Like, it's awesome to hear that you've been coping with that. Now, yeah. are those things that your therapist suggested that you mm-hmm. do, or are those things that you personally? This get?
1: is a mixture between even friends and family. My family knows my journey. They help me with suggestions. Therapists, of course, uh, and then working out here with you. And I didn't even mention working out. Yeah. Working out here with you at Total Body Training, working out is keeping me off antidepressants, like, for anxiety. Like, it, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, when I started here in February, like, you know, I was, I was in such an anxious place. I told you that. For yeah. the first time we came, right. like, gosh, my anxiety was just through the roof mm-hmm. around that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but coming here every day, I was blown away. When I would go home, I would clean up my whole place. I would be on top of everything at work, finishing stuff. You know, uh, you know stuff that would normally take me. I would drag out. You know, assignments. I'd be done with it in one two days. I'd be on top of my interviews. I was per- my productivity. Increase probably by a hundred two hundred percent like coming here working out on a Monday through Friday program or just even three to five days a week You'd be surprised my brain chemistry is a lot healthier, and I can I can see that and and I I can see that and it reflects Mm -hmm. in my life physically and mentally 100% yeah, and
0: so like for if you're watching this at home. Yeah, these are the things that drew me to taking better care of my health yeah. um because i didn't really i mean i wanted to get in better shape and look healthier but also i wanted to feel better mentally because yes. i had came kind of out of a similar fog to nia where when i was in college i was really stressed and mm-hmm. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna continue down that road too much longer but just to say that like I had heard that working out does this whole host of things to your brain and these are all very real things. Like this yeah. isn't like pseudoscience, this isn't oh, no. this is stuff that's well documented um, recently in the last several years scientists have been hinting, paying attention to the fact that when you work out, you produce more serotonin, you mm. produce more dopamine, you produce all these feel good chemicals which help you uh, fight depression, anxiety, and mm-hmm. help keep you clear. Yeah. And a lot of people are dealing with mild amounts of depression and anxiety because we sit too much, yeah. which goes back to your point from before. Indoors. If you're in, yeah, indoors. If you're in school and all you do is like work, 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 work on school, when you're in college, and you never step out and are physical, or if the only time that you step out is to go have a drink with friends or yes. to like, you know, do things like that. If it, if there's never any kind of like self care for your body, then your mental state eventually will fall into a place that yeah, that isn't good for most people. Not everybody, mm-hmm. but I believe for most people, I was certainly yes. That
1: well, that's person. exactly what happened to me. Um, I went to the University of Texas at Austin. Mm-hmm. I was so I had a very busy lifestyle. I was mm-hmm. in everything. 40 acres, walking across the 40 acres, you know, that's the nickname for the campus. Um, but, you know, you know, I was president of organizations, I was busy, like I would go to class, 15, 18 hours every semester, and then I had meetings, and then whatever job I was working or work-study, I was busy, so I could never even feel my anxiety, like, because yeah. it was getting exerted. You know, anytime I had downtime, I'm dog-tired. I graduate, I enter the real adulthood, and it's like, Oh, okay. so I just go to work and then I come home and then it's just like crickets and then it's like you have all this unused energy because my body was used to you know, this type of schedule and then now my life is, okay, you're going to go to work and you're going to come home. And then I just have all the, it was just like the anxiety was just coming up and then half of it was like, okay, you need to be exerting energy elsewhere and you need to get busy, you need to get involved and that's the type of person I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, getting out of school, um, and when I was, I'm losing the train with thought. you'll have to edit this part, uh, okay. but I don't know, we can be raw. But uh, going into the real nine to five work life, I saw, like, I got in a bad car accident, um, and then I was, like, in a really unhealthy relationship mm. that was, like, five years, and it was just, like, on and off, and it, it just, and then, it, so I got in the car accident, um, and then that relationship just kind of, like, blew up, and it was really hurtful. And then the car accident, I had surgeries, my mom moved in with me for like six weeks. She was taking care of me, like, so, um, you know, you lose confidence. Then I was on all these like drugs because from my surgery, painkillers, everything. Um, and so mentally after that even when I got off of the medicine my brain was just like ringed out like a like a ring, like a towel Yes, just wrung out and then you know, I'm like, okay Well, I'm back at work, but like I was I wouldn't even wear makeup to work like, you know Now I'm on camera every day, but when I first had the job, you know I was more behind the scenes completely, you know, just not taking care of myself and like I was depressed But I didn't know that I was like I'm waking up every day. I mm. I'm going to work you know, I'm getting a check, but I was depressed. A lot of times you go through life and you take the baggage and you don't realize that you're so weighed down, you're not yourself, you know? And uh, I got in therapy, I started getting active and you know, feeling like myself again and I constantly bent myself up and uh, I came I, here, where what was that, uh, that was in, what was that, in the summer?
0: Uh, yeah, towards yeah. The, end of the summer.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow. Beginning of school year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was in a decent place there, but the anxiety was still to the roof mm-hmm. um, and I have just built myself up and just really, I'm in a process of retraining my thoughts into positivity and just, I'm excited for what the future holds.
0: Yeah, I'm so. excited for you. So... Now you have just been through a whole world of things and you know since I've seen you you've changed you've mm-hmm. developed I mean you've been able to push heavier and heavier weight here yeah. your confidence has just improved you seem like you're more excited about you know going out there and getting life and taking better care of your health. Yeah. My question for you is really a question for our viewers at home which is like what would you say to someone who's in your situation or is in the situation that you were in a couple years ago someone Mm -hmm. who you know whether it's a woman or a man who's dealing with the same struggles and anxiety and problems that you were dealing with three years ago what would you what word of advice would you give to them
1: well first things first it takes a village and a lot of times when something's wrong with us you know we want to just try to fix it ourselves and just kind of you know we may be embarrassed that you're struggling with something mentally or struggling with anything period you know immerse yourself in your friends get your friends and family on board I told my friends my closest family members look I'm dealing with anxiety right now and I'm struggling like I'm there you know I've told people you know so they can be there to pick you up when you fall and to be there to support you and say hey you know I don't think you should eat that right now okay or let's go get something healthier um, so you know get your village in order and what that may be ten people that may be two three people the people that you're gonna be around on a daily basis so you know get yourself help everybody has things wrong with them there's nobody on this earth that is totally perfect despite what you see on Instagram Facebook TV everybody has something wrong with them and everybody's a little crazy in their own way Um, so (laughs) get your friends on board with your success plan and you know get help I went and got therapy and you know, I'm blessed enough that I have insurance. A lot of people don't, you know, and get on YouTube type up on you. There's, you know, we're talking right now ideas. There's people on YouTube that talk about so many things similar to what I've been through that I resorted to when I needed direction, I needed advice and I didn't have any of my anybody in my life who had went through that. Um, so the internet is a great tool. I mean, it's endless information. Um, and then I would say, just don't give up on yourself. You know, I think we don't, we don't love a self. We don't love ourselves enough, you know, and that for me, I've struggled with that. I'm so hard on myself. I was so hard on myself and you know, we love, especially as women, we love everybody around us. We're such nurturers and we'll give everybody else in our life a thousand chances to constantly, you know, whether it be run over us or we give everybody else chances, we won't give ourselves another chance or love and mercy and forgiveness. Love on yourself. You have Mm -hmm. to love yourself. And that, that is a key to, that's been key to me and my progress and really saying, Hey, you know, I'm not perfect. And some days I'm going to mess up, but I have to love myself enough to take care of my body. And I didn't realize like me eating like crap, eating pizza all the time. Like I was eating like I was in high school. When I was in high school, I was in the dance team. I was extremely active. So I could eat like that. And your metabolism is like that. But you know, I had to realize the decisions I was making was not loving myself. Like, yeah, it feels like the easy way out because you're like, you know, eating junk, but you're not loving your temple. And when I had that breakthrough, it's it really is sending me toward the right direction. So I would say surround yourself with a village. Don't be afraid to get help and put yourself first. And the key to it, you have to know it's an uphill battle. It's not going to be an overnight thing. It's not going to be like how, you know, we were playing a whole segment. Yeah. Like, okay, let's lose. 40 pounds in two months. Like, no, you lose weight fast. It's, it's, it's harder to keep it off versus slow and steady. Something that you can maintain, you know? Um, but I would say, um, what was the last thing? Oh yeah. So it's not an overnight thing. It's going to be an uphill battle and sometimes you're going to face things that you may have to deal with for the rest of your life. And, you know, I hope I don't have to deal with anxiety for the rest of my life, but I already feel like I've come so far with the tools and the resources and the support I've had within the past two years. Mm -hmm. You know, I can only imagine where I'll be in five, ten years. And, um, you know, I just would encourage you guys to just keep trekking and and don't give up on yourself.
0: Yeah, I mean, might I add to that? I think, let's say that you don't have the proper money for getting help, yeah. right? Not everybody has that, of course. especially like a lot of us millennials or both millennials, yeah. I'm like, I'm the not- Well, no, I'm an
1: older millennial. You're you're wave one millennial. I'm wave two millennial. Okay. All right.
0: So wave one. Uh Go
1: wave one. Original.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like um, a lot of us millennials, maybe we don't have the money to invest in working with a therapist. Or maybe we're intimidated by the idea of doing that. Yeah. Um, A a good option for you, which is the option that I went with because I've actually never worked with a therapist, although Mm -hmm. I would like to. Yeah. Is reading self-growth literature and applying the tips and tricks that people give you you can get maybe you're not into reading i i don't actually don't physically read a lot of my books i listen to them you can get an audible account yeah, you can get an Audible uh, account. You can get books. There are lots of great books that I share on my channel that yeah. are helpful that help me put my life together. You recommended YouTube. You know, making sure that you find somebody who's credible on mm-hmm. YouTube is something that's tricky. Make sure you find somebody who's credible. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, chances are, like the reason that I like the books thing is because chances are that whatever you're experiencing, somebody experienced that. Yeah. And you know, not only experienced that, but they experienced something that was way a hundred times worse than yours. Mm-hmm. There's always somebody who's had a a worst life situation is bounce back in a way that is so incredible that you wouldn't even be able to believe it. Yeah. And so I strongly recommend that people go out and find something to kind of help get their mind right, uh, some piece of literature and then practice that. And I also think like you're the average of the people you keep. Mm-hmm. This is something that I've struggled with on and off, which is making sure that the people in your life are uh, supporting the life that you want to live and are enabling a healthy lifestyle and inspiring it rather than keeping you in poor behavior or mm-hmm. contributing to bad habits in yeah. your life that lead to self-sabotaging behavior that makes you unhealthy and unhappy in the long run. That's something that happened mm-hmm. to me, which is dealing with people who kind of just hold you on to the old version of yourself. Yeah. So I you know strongly agree that you're going to want people around you uh who really facilitate and teach you and sort of like co-partner with you in in bringing about the life that you want for yourself and also for themselves so nia thank you so much for being on the podcast today where can people find you
1: nia all right, guys, you follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Guys, my fan page on Facebook is Nia Wesley, and that's Nia like Nancy with an N. And my Instagram is Nia Nicole, N I A N I C H O L E. That's on Instagram and Twitter. It's Nia underscore Wesley, Nia, N I A underscore W E S L E Y. You guys, I'm always sharing inspirational and funny memes. She so. is, <laughs> yeah.
0: And you can find me on my personal page on Instagram as J-E-Jean Carlos Gonzalez, TBT for Total Body Training. You can also find me at Total Body Training, that's my Instagram handle, as well as on Facebook, YouTube, we're pretty much like everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's it for now. Until next time, peace.
1: Hi. Bye.